when we're getting in, you know, month of November, you know, you think of November, I think of Thanksgiving, you know, and we have so much to be thankful for. And it seems like, you know, to, to, I was at the store the day before yesterday or something, and they was already they getting all the Christmas stuff up, you know, and I said, you know, it's Thanksgiving, they ain't here yet, you know, but that would be all right if they used Christmas for the right thing, but it's really, it wasn't for the right thing, I don't think, it's for other stuff. But anyway, I'm, I'll, I'll enjoy Thanksgiving time of the year. We have so much to be thankful for today. Twelfth chapter of Acts, this is... You know, things wasn't good for the church back then. And you look at today, we're blessed today very much so. And But, you know, if th things keep on going, things ain't going to be good for the church down the road. I just don't know if you believe that or not, but they're, you know, they're trying to eventually, you know, trying to keep us silent today. But we serve a risen, we serve a risen Savior today, just named Jesus Christ. We have something to be thankful for today. And like Brother Mike said, you know, in the songs, we're not, you know, we're not losers. Amen. We're winners today through the blood of Jesus Christ, what he done for us today. This 12th chapter, and I won't read it exactly word for word, but it starts out, it says, About the time Herod the king says, stretched forth his hand to vax certain of the church. In other words, he was going to cause, he began to cause trouble. He killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And because it so much pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. This was the day of the unleavened bread. Now when they had apprehended him, they put him in prison and delivered him into four, it was 16 soldiers, what my footnote says here, to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. In the fifth verse, I want you to kind of keep that, plant that in your spirit this morning. See, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Let us pray. Father, today we just thank you again for this time you've given us today to be in your house. We thank you so much today, Father, for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your plan of salvation today. We pray, Father, we open up your word that you will let your Holy Spirit anoint it today, anoint your minister today, Father, and let it touch each and every heart today, Father. If there's a need here today, today Father, we pray that we've met. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You read back in this time, you know, here, and things was not great, you know. And they said, Herod, you know, he was he he had killed, you know, John, or he killed James, the brother of John, but swore, and he was going, he got, got Peter, and it pleased the people. You see today, you know, a lot of things goes against the Bible that's pleasing a lot of the world today. You see a lot of things, you know, that makes you sick, but it pleases the world today, amen. And you get to think, you get to realize behind all of this, there is somebody. And that is Satan today. He's behind it very much so. And today, as we look at today and that, I know I didn't tuck a peek in the back of the book, we're going to win. <laughs> I know that. But there's a battle up on our hands today. Very much so. And I want you to realize that we are in a battle today. We're in a battle today. It seems like you know that today we have let down, and I'm a, a guilty too of it, let down upon what we're responsibility as a Christian was supposed to do today. We, we, let, her, we let our responsibility down. Amen. 
Be honest with yourself this morning. How much do I honestly pray every week? Not just saying the prayer of the food, but honestly praying and being serious about it. You answer that question truthfully, you'd probably be ashamed of the answer. I'm just, I'm just saying, you'd probably be ashamed. Because we have a father that hears and answers prayers. And he is powerful. We got so much power today. Access to so much power today. And we don't use it today. It's a freedom that we have. I ain't changing that to put this in kind of the same category today. And I'll get back because it's almost Tuesday, but it's same, almost the same category today. We take the freedom that we have to vote and we don't do it anymore. Amen. Somebody else will do it. Yeah, who knows who's going to do it? Satan's going to do it. Come on. And there's a good chance he's not going to go for the right stuff. We sit back and we just say, well, I'm too busy. What my one little thing's going to do? I'm so thankful in the Bible for the one little things in the Bible I read about. Like David going to fight Goliath. He knew in who he trusted. He says, nobody else will, I will. And he went down there and he fought and he came out victorious. Why? He knew how powerful God was. Amen. And I think today, church, if we realize how powerful our God is. And we know that God loves us. I mean, knows that God loves you. Amen. Let me reimburse that just a little bit more. Can you imagine giving your son for somebody? Just think about it. And what little we return back sometimes. I don't feel like it today. I don't do it today. I do this, I do that. Christ probably didn't feel like going to the cross that day, but he went. Why? Because he loved you. And a headache keep us out of church. Don't shut me out of here, okay? I ain't saying you have to go to church to be a Christian, but I think if you're really a Christian like you should be, you want to go. Not to a church that argues and fusses and fights. And we're so blessed today. I hope you know that today. We don't do much arguing and fussing anymore. I mean, there's some behind the scenes. <laughs> but we come to worship God. Amen. We come to worship God. Satan today is working so much today. And we see in this, this story here, the Bible says, you know, that Herod went after the church and it pleased the people. But the Bible says that they, that they took Peter and Peter was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing into the church for unto God for him. And I want you to get, if you don't get a whole lot else this morning, I want you to get that part this morning. We need to be in prayer. We need to be in prayer so much today. You say, well, what's one little thing going to do? What's one little prayer going to do? It's going to change a lot of things. It can change a lot of things today. What's my going vote is going to do? Well, it's going to tell God, you know, here's where I stand at. Come on. And, he, and, he, and I don't want, I better not get into that because somebody don't like, some people don't like his stuff, but we got to stand for what's right. Amen. We got to stand up and say, listen, 
I've seen what foolishness does to the world. I've seen what foolishness does to a church. It'll tear it up. I've seen what it do to, you know, if we let Satan have an inch, he'll take a foot, you know. But here today, I want you to realize today that prayer has got to be made with that seed. They couldn't go down and get Peter. You know, they couldn't do that. But they had another thing they had, and that was prayer. Just what I'm talking about. Let me drive this a little bit more. You know, today, you see these abortion clinics, you have that. How many would like to blow them up? Be honest. Amen. Amen. If you're honest, but you can't do that. But you can pray. You can pray. How would you like to go? I'd like to go into church today where they, 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 they accept same-sex marriage. They ordain these people like this. I'd like to go in there and tell them what the Bible said, but I can't do that. They won't let me in, but I can pray. Amen. But I can pray. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? And prayer will answer. They couldn't go down and get Peter, but prayer was made without ceasing under the church for Peter. And the Bible says here that Herod, you know, brought him, brought him forth and at the same night, Peter was sleeping in between the soldiers bound with chains and the keeper therefore kept the door. But the Bible says the angel came. Why? Because people was praying. They couldn't go themselves, but, they prayed, but God sent an angel. He didn't ask if he could send it. He sent it because the people prayed. You know the story, and I've told it many a few times here. You remember when Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt, you know, and they got to the ford of the Red Sea, and it was in front of them, you know, and they looked behind, and they could hear the thunder of the horses and chariots coming behind, the, uh, behind them. It was, it was Pharaoh coming behind them. And they didn't have, you know, they wouldn't, battle, they wouldn't fit the soldier battles to, to uh, take Pharaoh down. But the Bible says, you know, that God sent an angel into Pharaoh's camp. You don't believe me, read the story. And he took a wheel off the chariots. <laughs> Common sense to tell you, you know, they can't drag a chariot, can't go very fast without a wheel. But God sent an angel down there to take the twill off a chariot. The Bible says they drug very heavy. In other words, slowed them down so that the children of Israel walked across the Red Sea upon dry ground. Let me tell you something, church, today. The same God that done that is the same God. Hope I didn't hurt anything there. It's the same God that we serve today. He is awesome. He is mighty. He don't ask for man's permission. He can go, he can go into the enemy camp and do do what he wants to do. Come on, you ought to shout on that. He can go in the enemy's camp and he can take them down by just his word, by just the breath of his nostrils. He can take them down. We serve a God that is able today. I'm not giving up on the world today or the people today. I'm not giving up on the church. It's dim, it's dark, but I'm going to pray more than I prayed last week. Why? Because of the young people here that needs prayer from the church today. Very much so. Why? They're, the enemy's coming after them. The enemy's coming after them. He's trying to destroy them. He's trying to mess their minds up. He's trying to get them to take pills. He's trying to get them to do this and to destroy them, to get their minds off of God. Anything goes against the word of God. It goes against, go against the balance of what God wants it to be. Amen. He never intended for these things to happen, but they're happening. Amen. You heard me tell this, and I won't get, I'll get into it this morning, but you know, the, uh, the United Methodists, they're splitting, you know, 
over something that's crazy. And they're splitting up over same-sex marriage and ordaining homosexuality and pulling behind a pulpit. Who would ever thought that a church nomination was split over sin? Come on. And there's talk now. It's getting into this on the Baptists to begin to talk. You know, you give Satan a hint. He said, well, they're going to do this. I'll put this in Drasco English. They're going to be that stupid. I can get somewhere else. There's some stupid people over there. That's Drasco English, but I'll just put this Darwin's English. I ain't got a lot. If they do that, they'll do it over here. Why? We took the heads around and we don't pray like we used to pray. We don't seek God like we used to seek Him. We don't believe He can do what He used to do. But the Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God sent an angel down. I'm all running out of time. God sent an angel down. And he told Peter, he poked him on the shoulder and said, get up here, out of here, let's go. And Peter looked around, you know, and he seen all the soldiers, but I guess they couldn't see what was going on. We serve an awesome God. <laughs> Amen. Have you ever been in a situation, you looked across and how did this happen? How did this happen? It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense how Peter walked out from 16 soldiers behind the gates and the door opened up for him without the key to it. God had the key. God can open up a door when he wants it open. And he walked outside, you know, and about seven when he came to himself, he realized it was God. Amen. You know, when we realize it's God, we won't go tell somebody. We won't tell somebody. So he went back to the house where they was praying at. A maid came to the door named Rhoda. I guess I think I pronounced her. Rhoda. Knocked on the door. She heard Peter's voice outside. She knew it was Peter's voice. She ran back and told the church and they didn't believe her. You know, sometimes we don't believe what we're praying for, but God can answer it. Sometimes we think it's too big for God, but God's a big God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? God's a big God. We think, you know, our country's gone too far to one side or not to bring it back, but we serve a big God. Amen. We serve a big God. And she went back and told him, said, Peter's outside the door. I said, oh, you must be crazy. He must be crazy. You know, Rhoda ain't wrong. He was knocking on the door. And I want to get a long story, get this on out of here. The prayer was made without ceasing from the church. Oh, they couldn't go in there where Peter is at, but they can't keep God out. You know, young people, they may tell you you can't pray, but they can't keep you from praying. You may not pray out loud, but sometimes you won't have to pray out loud. God knows our thoughts. God knows your situation. God knows your ways. We start closing this out. Rhoda wasn't wrong. Peter was at the door. Amen. I may be wrong on a lot of things, but I'm not wrong on this. We serve an awesome God. Amen. Amen. If you want to build up a security for your children, start praying. Amen. Hans told us last week, I think it was maybe last week, he preached on about building a rock. We got to build back on that rock. And that rock is Jesus Christ. Okay. 
Anybody get anything so far? We are blessed today to have a lot of young people here at church. I get to come over on Wednesday night most of the time. We have up to 30 or 40 kids on Wednesday night. Who would have thought that 30-something years ago? Amen. Amen. I want you young people to listen for me just a little bit. I remember back, there's a picture somewhere. I forget who had it, but there's a picture of me. I stood on about one of these pews, but about the third pew back. I was leaning up against them. And some of you children wouldn't recognize it as me because I had black hair. It's been a long time ago. I was talking, had a lot more. I just, just shut off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting about the third pew. I was leaning up against it at the church. I don't know, maybe Wednesday night or Sunday night, talking to Brother Delbert. Brother Delbert, y'all young people don't know him. That's J.D.'s dad. He didn't get saved. He's in his 70s, I don't think. Something like that. Some of these old, older people, man, they got so much wisdom. Amen. I know you young people think we're crazy, but we've got a little wisdom. Because you've been through it. And he sat right there and told me, he said, you know, I just come over here. I hadn't been here just a few months, maybe, or something. Probably wasn't over 10, 12 people of us here at the church on a good Sunday. And Brother Dibbett sat right there and told me, he said, you know, I didn't know him that well then. He said, you know, we come over here. We didn't have a pastor for a year, for a while. The Lord probably remembers all this. And he said, they told us, we might well just shut the doors. It's never going to never gonna get nowhere. But Deborah said, we just kept on coming. Kept on praying, just kept on coming. You know, the guy was in his 70s, probably his upper 70s then, with some wisdom. They didn't give up. He didn't give up. Keep on praying. And you know, young people, y'all get to come back and enjoy some of the benefits. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you're sold, you don't get to see the harvest. And some of these older people, they didn't see some of the harvest that's going on. But there's a harvest going on right now. Amen. Amen. And, uh, I want you young people to realize something. For all this that took place, when like Brother Dibbert said, they told him, said, don't, you might as well just shut the doors. And he said, no. I'm just putting my words now. He didn't say this exact word, but he just kept on praying because he knew God was awesome. And God had a plan. We have put a lot of emphasis on our young people and that's great I believe that I believe that if time goes on that's our future it's church but sometimes we forgot about people like Delbert and some of them but they're gone now but it hadn't been for some of them y'all wouldn't enjoy what you're enjoying today I would love to. I would love to see them. What they think about it, all the, what, what God's done here. Nothing I've done. It's what God's done. To see the building that you'll get to play in every Wednesday night. We can go over and switch the heat on and off and all and play ball and all this and that. But we forget about them people sometimes because we're enjoying the harvest so much. Just enjoying the harvest. Don't nobody get scared.
Stay with me just a moment. As most of you know, I listen to gospel music every day of my life. Most time it's Southern gospel. I heard a song the other day and it hit me pretty good. I got to thinking about it. The name of the song is not old people, it's older people. So don't get out. But okay, why don't you come up here, if you will, please. The whole back row, I want you to come up here. Dolph, if you will, please. Marion, Lester, Dolly. Come here and just sit down. I go, you don't have to say nothing, just come here and sit. Miss Jenkins, you don't come. You want to if you don't have to. Just come and sit down. All you gotta do if you want to. If you don't, that's fine. No. Lady Joe? Linda? Joan? You wanna come up? Les or uh, JD and Sue? I don't wanna leave nobody out. No think these is old people that are older. It's named Older People, the song I listen to. Barb, do you want to? If you can, you can't want to. You can sit there. I think we got enough, I think. No, we need another one. We won't get another chair, Barb. We'll get another chair. Do you want to come? We got two more chairs and we'll get here. We'll get here. Just hang on just a moment. As we're getting other chairs here, I listen to this song. And you can sit behind us and we're here. They'll be fine. I don't mean to leave nobody out, but nobody probably gets feelings hurt. I listen to this song and I got to think about the words of it. You know, sometimes we focus so much, you know, on the young people, and that's great. Don't get me wrong. Young people don't, I'm not talking bad about you, but I just think about sometimes we forget about the ones that's praying behind the scene. And there's a song, I'm going to play this song. I want y'all just sit here and listen to it. Listen to it closely, because it's got some good words in it. We've got two songs that's going to play, but listen, I want you to listen to the first song. If, if AJ can get it kicked off, I want y'all to listen to it to the words of it. 